just the first time I ever met you, and I think it was at Sombrero Country Club in Marathon around 2006, and you all you were the big tennis star out there, yes. and everybody loved Michelle, and, were, and this is pre-Mayor days. That's when I could call you Michelle. Now she makes me call her uh, Mayor Coldiron. And genuflect. Uh, Don't forget that part. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So these are things I have to do, but those were the good old days. That was back in the marathon days, um, pre-political. Absolutely. Pre-political. So for those waiting to hear all of these political questions and what's going on in the county <laughs> and affordable house, you know, all the cool words, affordable housing and budgets and, environment. and uh, COVID, environment, sea level rise, we'll ask <laughs> some of that stuff. But before we put people to sleep with issues, how did you get to the Florida Keys? So, used to come down here on vacation. Closer to the mic. Shanice. Oh, my goodness. So, by the way, we have Shanice pointing at the mic for you, uh, Mayor Coldiron. We have Shanice DeSantos on the machines. And I also have Michael Kirk, who also joins us on the podcast sometimes. He makes the best drinks. He's a, rena- he's a, he's a world-renowned uh, documentary filmmaker. But he also comes in and films me just be an idiot and, and ask people questions. So you get Michael Kirk, who's really talented, filming this thing today. So I want to give them a shout out. And then uh, you're close to the mic. Here we go. So tell us about how you Absolutely got to the Florida Absolutely perfect. Keys. Better. So I would come here on vacation. And my now he's my ex-husband and my daughter and I, after we left vacation here one year, said, you know what? We love the Florida Keys. Let's let's sell everything and and moved to the fabulous Florida Keys. So we did that, and my daughter went to high school here in Monroe County, graduated from Marathon High School. So been down here full-time since the year 2000. She's pretty cool, too. Can we say your daughter's name on a podcast? Mallory Mallory, Pinto. okay. Yes. Mallory's one of the funniest people you'll meet, and she's given, <laughs> she's given my business partner, Jason, and I at the Keys Weekly uh, – uh, newspapers, and if I didn't say I'm Britt Myers, in case you didn't know, but it's probably on all this stuff. I'm your spirit animal and your guide here today as we talk to the uh, Monroe County Mayor Michelle Coldiron. But Mallory's one of the people who's given it back to us before. She's a pretty funny, and I know she gets that from you. And she uh, is. She's, she's got a great sense of humor and and um, very energetic and outgoing. And does who does she know, get that from? I doesn't know. know a stranger. I don't know. I don't. So know. weird. Uh, <laughs> and you guys moved from where? From Cincinnati, Ohio. Never heard of it. So originated, I came from Louisville, Kentucky, and finished college at Northern Kentucky University, which is outside of Cincinnati, and then I did some graduate work at the University of Cincinnati in psychology, and kind of was going north and realized what I really wanted to do was live in the warm, sunny climate and move to the Florida Keys. And you're a really good tennis player as well. Did you play tennis before you got to Sombrero and started kicking everyone's butt or is that something (laughs) you picked up in the Keys? You know, I started playing tennis as an adult. So I wished I had played as a child and I would have probably been a superstar. Well, you have the height and the build, so you'd be a great tennis superstar. And for those listening, we're we're talking to uh, Monroe County Mayor Michelle Coldiron, who could probably beat you at tennis. So if you want to challenge her, if you have an issue out there and a complaint, maybe just challenge her to tennis and let's uh, see what happens. That'd be a good way to settle some things with these people. Now, I just learned something. I did not know where you went to college. And before we started the podcast, 
I did not learn that you knocked your teeth out a bunch of times <laughs> as a child, you said. So tell us about that. Oh, because this is really good stuff. I know. This is what people want to know, Michelle. They this didn't is come riveting here to, stuff they right here. mayoral stuff. They want okay, to know good. who you are. So I have been a klutz my entire life, starting okay. when I was two years old, and I thought I could do a handstand on picnic tables as a little girl, child, and I flipped up on the tables, fell on my face, lost my baby teeth. And then when I was in third grade, because you all really want to know the truth. Yes. And I we're going to have you do a handstand after this after this <laughs> uh, segment. So this is great. Do you remember those hobby horses that were on springs and you could bounce on them? I wanted to be a bareback rider. And so okay. I would get on the hobby horse and practice standing and bouncing on it. And I <laughs> fell over and planted my face in the concrete. I had one of those. I never knocked my teeth out, but I had one. Mine was a hippo, I think, when oh, I was no. a kid. Yeah. Did you stand on it and try to bounce on it? Uh, yeah. We talk about what I did as a kid. This thing. Don't could... advise it. So for those listening at the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast with Mayor Michelle Coldiron, Monroe County, this also goes on radio stations, not just podcast platforms. That's why we can't say bad words. We talked about that. You're not a big, you don't use a lot of swear words. I even don't. in real life. No, and I don't. That's Mm-mm. impressive. Mm-mm. Is there a reason for that? Is it just your wholesome Midwestern background or what, why not use bad words? Okay. For uh, multiple reasons. All right. Let's hear One, it. One. I'm going to disagree, and I think there's better vocabulary words than a person can use than a curse word. Fair. And so if you want to expand your vocabulary, you come up with different words to express (laughs) an angry or a feeling you might have. And then second, just because... I, in my line of work, I have to be respectful, and I think you only garner respect if you speak eloquently. Now, are you running for something else? Because those are great answers, and uh, (laughs) I know some of your friends, and they don't share your outlook on uh, curse words. I know, and it makes it more difficult for (laughs) me not to pick up those bad curse word habits. All right, fair enough, and the good thing about that is you're in good company or in the right place. We can't use bad words today, or Shanice has to edit those out, which is a pain in the but mm-hmm. so we can say but mm-hmm. so there you go yes you can um derriere yeah george carlin set the standards they're the same standards today so uh, the dirty the dirty words we can't use them <laughs> um now before we go into monroe county mayor stuff that you do every day um and do it well and uh your venture into politics started in marathon i guess right because when i knew you you were not in politics and then one day i woke up and you were the mayor of marathon literally like i i would make jokes before that that you were the mayor of marathon everyone knew you loved you and then suddenly like overnight you landslided into that election uh why why politics why how'd that happen you know when i moved here like you just said i i was playing tennis and having a great time but my passion has always been for children and so immediately i was on the board of directors of grace jones community Mm -hmm. center because they needed to rebuild their their community center and I then became involved with the Guardian and Lighten program, which is a program where I was representing children who'd been abused, abandoned, and neglected. And starting to do that, I realized the impact that small politics has, small government, Mm -hmm. what impacts you can make in your own community. And I, I started looking and thinking, well, if I have all this time on my hands, And if I see maybe a better way or could strengthen something that is happening that I like, then why not? And so I got involved in the Marathon City Council. I was on their council for three years, and I loved it. I absolutely, every day, loved what I did. And I thought, 
if I'm doing this good of a job for the city of Marathon, I see issues that are countywide, and why not try to make a better, bigger difference for the entire county? So that's kind of why I jumped into becoming a public servant. It's pretty cool. I have to ask you this because the keys are pretty unique here in Key West. We have a mayor who's female uh, with Terry Johnston. I realize you're probably different politically in some ways, and that's okay. Um, but we've had a really good representation of women in leadership, and especially high leadership. So you're on a dais with a bunch of men, and you're the mayor. Like you're like, hey guys, this is who's <laughs> in charge. Uh, but that's pretty cool. I mean, what do you make of that in Monroe County in terms of? Uh, a women running, being elected a lot of times very handedly in these elections, and what I consider to be handedly in this county. Uh, is there anything special about that? Does it mean anything to you, or is that just the way it should be and that's where we're going? I mean, I don't know. It's pretty cool to me when you look at it because I don't see a lot of places in the United States that are necessarily, you see some that are, are, follow, are up to speed just yet, I guess mm-hmm. you can say. I think I have mixed emotions about it, Britt, because while you're sitting here and saying it's really cool and, and the community's embraced the females that are elected, mm-hmm. I wish more females would step up to the plate yep. and, and run. Because when I, again, when I was with Marathon City Council, I was the only woman on the dais. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been another one since I left, and that's been a couple of years. And now it was nice at the county commission level because there were a few women and now I'm the only woman there again. And I have mixed emotions about that because yeah. I, I uh, really wish more women would feel feel compelled and comfortable to put their name in the hat and to run. And I say all that and yet I at the same time, I feel like there's an extra burden. I always feel like I have to I have to study a little harder than everyone else. I want to make sure that I represent women in such a way that no woman would ever shrug and roll their eyes and and rub their forehead and say, oh my gosh, she's not doing a good job representing women. And so I try to always, like I said, do all my homework and read one more report and ask one more question and just be a little bit more prepared than anyone else so that I do a good job not just representing my constituents, but representing women. Well, uh, I probably answered that larger than you really wanted. No, it shows and it always (laughs) has. And that's impressive. Now I didn't mean to segue this, this way, but um, it's something we we talked about beforehand, something that needs to be talked about as we talk to Monroe County mayor, Michelle Coldiron here on the Florida Keys weekly podcast. You notice I say that a few times because if you're listening, you're like, wait, who is this again? And so I've learned to do it. There there you go. But in all seriousness, the segue is, uh, you've lost a big part of the, uh, the county commission on that dais with Mike Forrester. Um, it's been a huge impact to all of us. Most of us knew him well, your friends. I know you were really close with Mike. Um, he was such a huge part of the community, not just Isla Mirada, but just the entire Florida Keys. What he did for people when they weren't looking, never needed a pat on the back. He fed people when they were hungry, when they needed a place to stay in hurricanes. And it showed, on, and he was a big part of what you did, I know, as well. Um, I don't want to make this a sad podcast, but can you just tell me, um, and there's a segue part of this too, about women putting their, their name in the hat. I want to get your take on that. There was a big, there was a big name that got put into that hat this week, but just the impact that Mike, his legacy, uh, and the keys on the County commission and then and that impact on you. Can you talk about that? 
Yeah, and I'll try to do it without crying. All right, I'll try. I'll, I apologize. But no, it's such a big no, deal. it is. And and Mike um, was a dear friend, and I met him when I was on Marathon City Council, and he was on Isla Mirada City Council, and the two of us would actually have discussions about, okay, when are you going to jump up to the commission level, and I'm going to jump up there, and I can't wait till we're sitting on the dais together. Mm. And he has he had that same spirit that I've always had of the importance of connecting the keys, that it's not just about Alamorada and it's not just about Marathon and it's not just about Key West, not just about Big Pine and Sugarloaf and Summerlin and Key Largo. It's we're all these bridges that we connect everyone and it's so important that we understand each area, how unique they are and what's important and Mike got that. And it was foremost in his brain with every every decision he made and every every goal he had was how can we connect the keys and stop having all this animosity that sometimes happens with with the different parts of the keys yeah well politics come into play and then there's different parts of the keys mm-hmm. key west doesn't understand marathon or marathon doesn't understand alamorada or key largo doesn't get Key West. Leighton. Leighton gets into the act. You know, whoever it is. <laughs> we love Leighton. Those Leighton people. Always well, all 250 of them. <laughs> but um, <laughs> in the, and it's, an, it's an interesting thing for you, for all of you to juggle, I know. But Mike was it great is. at that. And I know y'all were close because y'all shared that. You shared, I, I don't want you to cry on the show, but you shared an interesting story. Um, one of y'all's last trips up to Tallahassee and you got to have a dinner with him. I won't make you retell it, but it was a heartwarming story that you had that time with him yeah. uh, just before he passed with COVID. And he's going to be missed. He, 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 can't, be, he can't be replaced. Never. Um, but going kind of full circle, the segue of women putting their hat into the political um, arena, one that's well-known and you're, you, you, know, you know her very well, uh, Holly uh, Rashine put her name into the... In bid to become the next commissioner there or to be appointed at right so the governor right. will have to appoint that position appoint but that. you have to put put in your mm-hmm. your your uh, application and so forth and mm-hmm. he'll appoint that do you have any i know you can't endorse anybody and i don't know who else uh, i should know this who else is doing that now there's rumors of different people doing it but um is there any any insight or anything you want to share about what's going on there that you can share? Sure. Yeah. And I actually did write a letter of support okay. and sent it to Governor DeSantis. And I did that because I looked at, at District 5. I looked at where Mike represented, the people he represented. And I looked at the people who voted for Mike. And I thought, what was important to them? Why did they vote for Mike? And Mike shared the same philosophy that Holly did. Most important, the environment, workforce housing, the quality of life of the residents. So to me, it made sense that the people who trusted and voted for Mike were the same people who trusted and voted for Holly Mm -hmm. all those years while she was our Florida House representative. And Holly and Mike were friends. They mentored each other. They pushed each other. They tugged on each other. They, you know, they had a great line of communication. And to me, it made sense that, that as our community is grieving the loss of Mike, the person who made the most sense to come in and pick up where he left off to understand what was important to the people who voted for Mike Mm -hmm. and trusted Mike are the same people who voted and trusted for Holly. And this would give some healing to the people in District 5 and for the entire county. Yeah, if someone's listening, I I didn't set this up to endorse Holly. She's a friend and she did a great job. I think the interesting thing, and you and I have talked about this, 
that Holly always brought to the table was she served under Ron uh, Saunders for years when he was serving um, as and, a Democrat. And before that, yes. Yeah, so, um, oh, uh, Sorensen, yes. Ken Sorensen, yeah. and then Ron so, Saunders. Sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting the interviewer. You can interrupt me all you want. No one wants to hear me talk. So uh, Florida Keys Weekly Podcast, Michelle Coldiron, Mayor of Monroe County. But, you know, when Holly was serving, you know, it was interesting. Ron was such a strong Democrat. Yes. Uh, but he, he did a great job of sort of balancing out. And I think that's the great thing about the Keys, particularly those that get it. And then here comes Holly. She follows suit, uh-huh. takes that position, turns out. I mean, she, she was never in doubt of ever losing those elections. But I think the cool thing about it was it was never about being Republican or Democrat. And I think Mike shared that. It's always about the people and how do you serve people uh, and how do you not really get involved in party pettiness, I guess you can say. I mean, And here in the Florida Keys, Britt, as you well know, the issues that we're dealing with aren't, aren't a political issue. We're dealing with how are we going to help people have a quality of life. How are we going to make sure we have workforce housing? What are we doing to protect our environment? And as a county commissioner, sometimes it's, hey, my street has potholes. Can someone come and fix them? And the park needs more dirt on our bocce ball courts. And are we ever going to get sand on Higgs Beach? What's going on with that, Michelle? And Yeah. Yeah. It's coming, really, in two weeks. It'll be here. All right. You heard that. Uh, We won't date this in case it doesn't make it. So great segues here. Shanice, how are we doing on time over there on the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast? Got about so we're about halfway through this. We got uh, County Mayor Monroe County Mayor Michelle Coldiron. You segued into some of the issues. I'll be in trouble if I don't ask you about county issues. So I, I wrote down a few to ask you about and kind of what's going on there. Uh, your take on some of this. Recently down here uh, after the Surfside uh, issue, uh, tragedy in Miami, we've had some buildings in Key West. I know Marathon's looking at some things as mm-hmm. a city. Mm-hmm. The city of Key West put out some letters. One in particular was a big one. They're looking at, do they have to condemn a building? Um, can it be fixed? It's a horrible situation. No one's wrong. It's just a bad situation. People who live there don't want to have to leave, but there's a lot of chances that can't be taken. What's the county's approach? Is there anything going on with the county involved in this, or is that going to be kind of left up right now as municipal city issues with these buildings? Well, and that's a really good question, Britt. It's up to each individual municipality to decide what they're going to do with their building code and inspectors and how they're going to address the issue. For the county, we've already asked staff what's going on, what are we going to do with our with the buildings that are in the unincorporated areas, okay. how many we're identifying, how many structures do we have that are over 15 years old, over 20 years old and what we're going to do and we um, have been told the commissioners have been told that at our October meeting they're going to have a list for us and some suggestions on how they feel we should approach this because all these buildings are going to have to be inspected at a different level than I think they've been inspected before right right all right so that's coming up at a meeting Um, you mentioned some of the issues you mentioned this and I don't know as a county commissioner, uh, you're, I'm in trouble. I'm uh-oh, what did I mention? Spot. Yeah. So, uh, no, labor shortage. I mean, people, that's the biggest oh. thing I think we're all facing as we own, you know, we're all in business and it is a, is a nationwide, just incredible, not a positive, but negative phenomenon, but we're all facing it here more than ever, mm-hmm. uh, from a county level, from county commission level. How is that being addressed or is it, is there anything we can do? Sure. We're, we're pulling our hair out just yeah. like everyone else's, you know, it's, it's hitting us at every level. It's hitting every business that we know. I mean, it, and it's hitting at 
the openings that we have in our own government right now, our own county. We're, we're looking. If anybody's out there and they're, they want a, a job with the county, Monroe County, we're, we're hiring. And it's, it's absolutely everywhere. And it's interesting. And I made this point because uh, we just got finished with our budgets. And we did give a raise this year to all of our employees. They did not get one last year because of COVID. And we're now competing with every other business all over the United right. States of America for quality employees employees and I was going somewhere with this I remember what it is so I've got friends who own businesses in Marathon and they're closing one or two days a week to give their staff and themselves a day off because they don't have enough workers the county can't do that we can't take Sunday off and not answer 911 calls (laughs) and not open up our parks and not provide the level of service that we want to give to our residents and to our tourists. So we're like extra crunched on all of this, trying to figure out how how do we retain the employees we have, because I think that Monroe County has an absolutely wonderful group of staff members who are dedicated, that they love their what they do for the county, and we want to keep them. Right. And we also want to attract other people. So just this past month, we tried to hire a Parks and Recs director. We finally, we're going to have a new department we've never had. We have Parks and Recs. We have 22 parks and beaches countywide, and we've never had a director of Parks and Recreation. Really? So we finally, um, the county commissioners agreed to to create the position and to hire someone, and we hired this fabulous guy, John Allen, out of Tampa. And he and his family tried to find a house here. And they're like, we can't find anywhere to live. So yeah. now he can't start until October because he can't find anywhere to live. It's incredible, isn't it? It and, truly uh, is. So it, we, we get it. I understand it at all, <laughs> like at all levels, from everyone from the, the people who pick up the trash to the dishwashers to the construction workers, all the way up to the doctors, dentists, lawyers. The only positive is I already pick up the trash at this office. It always did, so I don't. I'm not missing that. I still, okay. I still pick up the trash. They make me do it. You have and, job uh, security. I do, uh, <laughs> somewhat. So uh, we're asking Michelle Coldiron, Monroe County Mayor, some questions here on the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. We're putting you on the spot with, with county issues. I'll ask you about one or two more. Jim McCarthy, our editor up in uh, in, in the Upper Keys, in our Tavernier office, he said, "Hey, you're you're doing the podcast with." Mayor Coldiron, he calls you that too. He said, um, and he has to, of course. He said, ask her about the flooding, Twin Lakes, still right. You know, what are we going to do about this this flooding and, and sea level rise? And that cut, that comes up. That's been a big. It's been on your your plate for quite some time. And how we're going to address that? It used to be, is it real? Then it is. Wait a minute, we need to do something about it. But where is the county at with sea, sea level rise and some of these neighborhoods that are seeing continual flooding? Right. So if you think it's real or not, in neighborhoods that are currently underwater, whether it's a king tide, storm surge, or just inundated with flooding, we know it's real there right Right. now. So let's start there and fix those neighborhoods first. Long before I became on the county commission, a study was conducted. I think it started in 2016. Don't quote me on that year. It was either 2014 or 2016 to identify every road in Monroe County. Where are they? What level are they above sea level? How much at risk are they going to be for flooding? And now we are taking that list and we did a pilot study again this was before i was on the commission where we identified three neighborhoods one in big pine one in key largo one somewhere else layton layton yeah layton yeah those layton people yeah yeah it was somewhere we know somewhere and 
and did a study and then how can we raise these roads? What can we do? And we're just now receiving grants to start a project in Key Largo and the one in, in, Key, in Big Pine. But it takes a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of research. So we want to make sure that we're identifying the ones that need help right away today right. and start with those. The price tag that's been thrown around to all of us has been over a billion dollars. That's it? Yeah, yeah. like a 1.8, I think. That's, that's a B if you're listening with a B. That's a, right, with a B with yeah, yeah, lots of zeros behind it. Uh-huh. That won't happen tomorrow. It's not like we're going to say we're raising everyone's taxes, we're, we're going we're gonna to elevate every road in Monroe County. What we do need to do is, like you just said, still write Twin Lakes are areas that today need help, and today we're going to start working on on helping them with these projects that we have. And that's something you think every commissioner agrees on in terms of in your what I don't want to call anyone out, but is that sort of a unified approach to it? Do you feel, or is is there still some debate within the commission on that? I don't think there's any debate that there are neighborhoods right now that are are suffering from king tides and and flooding in their neighborhoods. So there's absolutely no debate going on right there with that. Right, okay. Now, Monroe County Mayor Michelle Coldiron, I'll ask you about one more uh, question, commission, and then we'll get to the fun stuff and get you out of here. (laughs) So Monroe County Mayor Michelle Coldiron, the other issue, maybe a county issue to ask you about for those listening is traffic, tolls, where you put bridges in, what's going on every time. And by the way, uh, Layton, people, I love you. I, I, it's just a joke. Um, this show is actually sponsored by Applebee's and Layton. So uh, we love we love Layton. I still slow down for the cop car that has no cop that, in it. That has the grass right. growing underneath it. Right, just in case Ramsey's in there uh, hanging out that day. <laughs> and he was on the last podcast. We had Sheriff Ramsey on here, as, just so you know. So you're following up, Sheriff. So it's already so much better. And I hope he's listening to hear that. <laughs> and uh, But in all seriousness, um, the traffic issues, especially mid-upper keys, Alamorada, and what to do about tolls or bridges. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? Any idea? What would you do? So the tow road, um, the air, that discussion has come and gone many different times. What we understand would be if we had a tow road, mm-hmm. we would then be responsible for all the maintenance on US-1 Highway, which would be millions of another, another B another there. B there'd be another B there so as as much as a lot of us think that that sounds wonderful it's been squashed down by the federal government for us other times that doesn't mm-hmm. mean we haven't brought it back around as another discussion item and is there any possibility that we could be creative in how we could have a toll road and yet not have to not have to maintain all of the roads and keep a percentage of the money for us right and discourage some day trippers. I don't know at this point if it would even discourage the day trippers. No. So what we have done instead is we're looking at other ways of alleviating the traffic on US-1 Highway. I know that Commissioner David Rice formed a group. I think it's been over two and a half years ago because when I was actually the mayor of Marathon, Mm -hmm. I sat on his committee for a few months before I got elected to the county. And once we're county sunshine, we're not allowed to stay on on boards together. But um, they're coming up with some creative ideas. We have a new secretary of the Florida Department of Transportation, Stacy Miller. Okay. She actually came to our meeting this past week, which was nice to have a real face and person in live human, not Zoom, that took her time to come down and meet with us. That is cool. And what, what the county just did last yesterday, was that yesterday? We passed a resolution 
asking Florida Department of Transportation to take our list of considerations when we finally formulize them all. Did you use mine? I want to have a train. I have speed train from here to from here to Key Largo. Did you put it in there? I will. All right. I'm going to add that. Speed train. I want a speed train. So we're we're working on that. What we what can we do? Where are the areas where we always know there are traffic wrecks? Because once there's a wreck, it slows down traffic forever. So what can we do to try to make our roads safer where we have it? And also, what we're doing is improving the Key West International Airport, which takes a lot of day trippers. Takes not day trippers, but people who are going to come here. Mm -hmm. Hey. They're in Minnesota. It's snowing. Martha, do you want to fly to Miami and rent a car and drive to Key West? Or do you want to fly directly into Key West? That will alleviate thousands of cars off of US-1 Highway. Yeah. And so would a speed train, just so you know. Keep okay. that in mind. A speed train. That was, I, that was I my idea. Brett Myers, that's my idea. Speed train, uh, Mayor Cold Iron is going to put it into the I action plan. I thought a fast ferry from Key Largo to Key West would e- be nice, too. Either way. Either way, I'll take it. As long as my name's on it. I want to have, I'll sponsor, I want you to sponsor that, call it the Brett Myers bill, speed train. Mm. Um, all I'll, right. I'll work right on that. So we're, we're down to the last bit. Um, we have Mayor Michelle Cold Iron on the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. We're going to end with a speed round. I'm going to ask you quick questions. You tell me the first thing you think, and we're going to close it out. Are you ready for this? Pizza. Yes, that's the answer. Uh, uh, There is a question like that. All right, favorite politician? Oh, it's a speed dial. Yeah, you just got to say what comes to mind. It could be Donald Duck. Favorite favorite politician? Ronald Reagan. All right. Uh, Being mayor of Marathon was like? Waking up in paradise. Oh, man. All right. Uh, best advice I've ever given my daughter, Mallory. Look both ways before you cross the street. Have you ever been in a fist fight? No. Favorite TV show? MASH. Oh, nice. All right. Where did that come uh, from? Best place to eat in the Florida Keys? My home. Okay. Best advice you've ever received? Look both ways before I cross the street. All right. Uh, finish this sentence. I'm happiest when... When I'm on my paddle board out in the middle of the ocean and life is great. All right. Uh, biggest pet peeve? People who don't look both ways before they cross the street. Yes. Uh, before I'm I g- so lame at this. Yeah, this is perfect. Before <laughs> I go, I want to... Make a positive impact on the lives of others. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, last question. Uh, and that's a great answer. And I know you mean it, but still... Um, Last one, most eligible, eligible bachelorette in the Keys. <clears throat> Who's that? <laughs> Michelle Colbert. Oh, yeah. All right. That's a great way to end the show. Uh, always fun hanging out with you. Uh, mayor Michelle Coldiron, Monroe County Mayor, thank you for being on the podcast. I'm Britt Myers. It has been a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. It All was right. nice. Thanks, thank guys. you, listeners. And, Michelle, you can check this out at keysweekly.com. Others that want to listen to this again and again and again. It's Keys riveting. Weekly. It is riveting. It's life-changing. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right.